You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by a pastor on staff here at East Coast Christian Center. What up, everybody? Super excited to be joining you today, going into the Word of God. We're in John 16 for Morning Breath. If you are new to the program, if this is your first time jumping in, maybe a friend sent you a link or, or you found us some other different way, this is what we do. We read a chapter of the Bible the night before, and then we head down to our Merritt Island locations in, in, in beautiful, sunny Florida, and we we read the chapter again, and we talk about what God breathed on our hearts, what God breathed. And it's usually a pastor and a co-host, sometimes two pastors, sometimes somebody from the community or from the church. And we just talk about what God is talking about in our hearts and in his word. And it's super powerful. It's a great way to have a devotion. I know it's the first of the year now, and it's a great way to get into the word of God with a group, get into the word of God uh, personally. I'm here with one of the coolest guys. He's another pastor here on staff. He is killing it in our Vieira location. He does so much. We have a building project going on. He is owning that. I mean, he is, he was the, the youth leader, youth pastor for our VR location for, for years. And man has absolutely been revolutionizing East coast Christian center. That's pastor Christian Hurston. How you doing, buddy? Doing good, man. I'm feeling even better now with that awesome introduction. Hey man, I'm just That's I'm, cool. I'm, feeling I'm, pumped up. I'm just reading your resume. Just yeah. reading your resume. That's cool. Yeah. Stoked to be here. The new year is awesome. I just celebrated a birthday. I can't believe I turned 40, man. It's a wow. big one. And so that was one that so I was old. very excited. 40 feels young. 40 is the new 30. Come on y'all. It is. And so I'm excited about the best next 40 years and mm. you know another good solid 10 years of you know being crazy and doing all the things that i do i know but we have a i just turned 41 this year Old man. and it was it was and finally like when i turned 40 it did it felt, felt like a had, had to reassess the vehicle yeah 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 and it's good it's good well i'll tell you what we got um we got some stuff going on here at the church you want to tell them about it yeah absolutely so we are in day four of our devotional is this is really exciting we're doing the 21 days of seeking god and we also have prayer going on this week so we started on monday january 10th and we're going through Friday and that's every day from 7 to 8 a.m. We would love for you to join us so it's not too late to still do it tomorrow to be a part of that and it's going to be great. Continue to join us with the 21 Days of Seeking. You can come by the church offices and pick up a Devo, get one from church services on the weekend or of course you can go to our website or our app. You can follow along with the devotion. You know what? You can even just pick up later on. If it's, you know, you're a couple days in now, catch up at any point. If you, if you catch this podcast and it's not in January anymore, it's okay. You could still get that and just put God first in the first part of your year. It's going to be awesome. And we also have... um yeah, a lot going on, on the East Coast. So many things. We got a night of worship coming up too, January thirteenth. That's at six thirty p.m. in our our Merritt Island location. It's going to kick off twenty four hours of prayer, and that is going to be incredible. Oh, excuse me, it's January twelfth actually, but yeah. it goes into the thirteenth. Yeah, it goes there you into go. The thirteenth. Yeah, we're just trying to press in, like reset. You know, reset. Twenty twenty one was it was a year, you know, to say the least. It was a year, and twenty twenty two. Guess what? It's in the hands of God, and we're going to walk into it praising His name and being focused on him so join yeah. us at 6 30 we're going to start off a night of worship and then we're going to go to 24 hours of prayer that's awesome yeah and if you want to stay connected with the east coast you can always do that through our east coast app or on our website mm-hmm. eccc.us you can go in there for info events past sermons and morning breath episodes you can also follow us on social media facebook instagram or youtube just search for east coast christian center or if you prefer you can call the church offices at 321 321- Four five two ten sixty, and we'd be honored to either email or mail out morning breath devotion guide or anything you ever want to know about East Coast. We'd love Come for on. you to get connected. 
Come on. All right. Well, I tell you what, we have 33 verses here. Yeah. Uh, it's a good little split good. at 16. I'm reading uh, New Living Translation. Yep. I'm doing NLT also, <laughs> New Living for John 16. It's yep. cool. So I tell you what, um, do you want to get me started, Pastor? Yeah, Christian? that's perfect. I love that. All right. <clears throat> I must say unto you, read so. I haven't told you these things so that you won't. So <clears throat> I have told you these things so that you won't abandon your faith, for you will. For you will be expelled from the synagogues, and the time is coming when those who kill you will think that they are doing a holy service for God. This is because they have never known the Father or me. Yes, I am telling you these things now so that when they happen, you will remember my warning. I didn't tell you earlier because I was going to be with you for a while longer, but now I'm going away the one to the one who sent me, and not <clears throat> uh, one of you is asking me where I'm going. Instead... You grieve because of what I have told you. But in fact, it is best for you that I go away. Because if I don't, the advocate won't come. If I do go away, then I will send him to you. Then he comes. He will convict the world of its sin and of God's righteousness and of the coming judgment. The world's sin is that it refuses to believe in me. Righteousness is available because I go to the Father. And you will see me no more. Judgment will come because of the ruler of this world has already been judged. There is so much more I want to tell you, but you can't bear it now. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you in all truth. He will not speak on his own, but he will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. He will bring me glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. All that belongs to the Father is mine. This is why I said the Spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. Verse 16, In a little while you won't see me anymore, but a little while after that you will see me again. Some of the disciples asked each other, What does he mean when he says, In a little while you won't see me, but then you will see me, and I'm going to the Father? And what does it mean by a little while? We don't understand. Jesus realized they wanted to ask him about it, so he said, are you asking yourself what I meant? I said in a little while, you won't see me, but in a little while after that, you will see me again. I tell you the truth, you will weep and mourn over what is going to happen to me, but the world will rejoice. You will grieve, but your grief will suddenly turn into wonderful joy. It will be like a woman suffering the pains of labor. When her child is born, her anguish gives way to joy because she has brought a new baby into the world. So you have sorrow now, but I will see you again. Then you will rejoice, and no one can rob you of that joy. At that time, you won't need to ask for me anymore. You won't need to ask me for anything. I tell you the truth. You will ask the Father directly, and he will grant your request because you use my name. You haven't done this before. Ask using my name, and you will receive, and you will have abundant joy. I have spoken of these matters and figures of speech, but soon I will stop speaking figuratively and will tell you plainly all about the Father. Then you will ask in my name. I'm not saying I will ask the Father on your behalf, for the Father himself loves you dearly because you love me and because and believe that I came from God. Yes, I came from the Father into the world, and now I will leave the world and return to the Father. Then his disciples said, At last, you're speaking plainly and not figuratively. Now we understand that you know everything, and there's no need to question you. From this, we believe that you came from God. Jesus asked, Do you finally believe? But the time is coming, indeed, it's here now, when you will be scattered, each one going his own way, leaving me alone. 
Yet I am not alone because the Father is with me. I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth you may have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. Amen. Man, what a powerful chapter. Yeah. Really, if you go back, John 13 through 17 is absolutely just pretty much written in red. Jesus yeah. kind of laying out what he's saying. And I want to highly encourage you that um, if you want a, another chapter to kind of just like soak and jump into like Matthew 5 through 10 as yeah. well. Start with that Sermon on the Mountain. Just kind of like march your way so through good. those interactions. John 13 through really kind of, I think, 17, 18. Yep. Um, and, and just really kind of just like read those nice and slow. But this chapter here. Here, the re the relatability of yep. Jesus, his upfrontness. He is now he is now really coming down to the home stretch, and he knows it. And he's trying to get a little more clear, but he's still not giving giving everybody everything. And and I can kind of relate to that because you you wind up getting. Uh, uh, something in your Bible, like reading across a verse that, that you you know you get that peace mm-hmm. of God. You're like, okay, I need to do this. Doesn't mean it's easy, but you know that's the next direction you need to go. And it might be forgive somebody, or it might yeah. be uh, be generous. It might be um, who knows what else it might be. You know, confess a sin that you've been been partaking in, so that that you can be free of it. And n- now comes the how part. You yeah. know, you you got the what you need to do, and you kind of know it, and and you, and you see it. And might have happened in a worship moment in in church or in your vehicle, but now it's the the how do I do that? And Jesus is really kind of saying, hey, listen, you guys can trust me here, okay? Here's a little bit of how your how is yeah. going to play out. So he does like a how your how, yeah. you know. <clears throat> So he is uh he's kind of walking through that because Jesus has to he knows he has to go and it's kind of like at work when you have to train somebody yeah, to cover your shift yeah. you know you got to train somebody to cover what you got to do and 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 he's like listen you guys are going to be it but don't lose heart and, he, and you have to understand that when Jesus speaks to you when the Holy Spirit speaks to you that it's important to know that he hasn't left you to just just figure it out on your own. And he hasn't just said, Hey, listen, I'm gonna tell you to do that. Good luck, kid. You know, he's not a dad from the nineties. Yeah. That's like the yeah, people. Figure give me a wrench. Yeah. <laughs> figure it out. You yeah. know, like like no, he's 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 still in there with you, but you have to have the obedience and the faith, because faith is also courage, yeah. you know, to walk it out. What stood out to you, Pastor Christian? Yeah, so honestly, verse 33 is one of my all-time favorite ones. I don't even mean to use it in almost every sermon, but if you ask people who've heard me preach a lot, it just comes back because I think that there's a misnomer that happened, and talking about the 90s again, like there's the Left Behind series and a lot of stuff that gave people this idea maybe where you would get like a, a Christian, just ticket to heaven and everything will be perfect. And I'm not saying that that's what everybody's perception is, but verse 33 says, and this is out of the Amplify, which expounds it even more. It uses some of the Greek original to make it even more elaborate. It says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace. In the world, you'll have tribulation and distress and suffering, but be courageous, be confident, be undaunted, be filled with joy. I have overcome the world. My conquest is accomplished. My victory is abiding. And it's telling us in this idea is that, guys, you're still going to have some hard times in this world. Listen, I was crucified, but I'm still in charge. 
you can still know that I'm always going to have the victory. And that was kind of, it's one of my main messages, I think, that when I communicate and preach, because I want people to realize this Christian life is worth it. It's the best thing that you could ever do. But don't think that just because you raise your hand and say, Jesus, I want to accept you into my heart, that everything's going to be a bed of roses. In fact, when you're really walking in the will of God, when you're making a difference, you're a threat to the enemy. You're a threat to the kingdom of darkness, and you're going to have some battles at times, but it doesn't mean you give up and quit. It means you press on because you're actually doing the right thing. Jesus says, or James talked about, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Like, that's not us. It's the new year. We want things to be pretty easy sometimes. It's like, come on, give me the easy reps. Like, take off one of those platters when I'm in the gym. I don't want to be working hard. Like, don't make it so difficult. But that's where the true strength comes from is when you're breaking down those muscles. It's when you're pushing hard. It's when you actually get the breakthrough is when you have to overcome these things. And I've said this quote before. I got it from Pastor Dan years ago, and I'll take it to my grave. He said, the greatest breakthroughs in my life have come from the hardest circumstances. Come on. And it's just so powerful. And I think back on my life when I've had things that would have made people cry, like just heartache and major upset in life or life change or, you know, laid off from a job or different things. And I think, man, look at what you did, God. You gave beauty for ashes. You turned this thing around. And so this is just one of my life verses that I can't get past. Come on. That is really good. That's powerful. I love here, too, where Jesus talks about he lays out the whole he's like listen i've got to go i've yeah. got to go you don't understand like like dad leaving for work like yeah. just this morning my two-year-old was like dad i want to go with you I'm like <laughs> you gotta understand i gotta go i got work to do yeah <laughs> but if you want to have that yogurt packet that you love i gotta go i'm sending <laughs> yeah. you something better right yeah. and um he's like i'm sending you the advocate the holy spirit and yeah. and right here real quick 20 seconds or less, this clearly defines the Elohim of the Old Testament, yeah. Genesis Elohim, in in the beginning was God, all right? And then you see in John, all right, uh, where he talks about in the beginning was the Word. Okay, now you see the clear three parts of the Trinity. You see the he refers to the Father. He does not become the Father. Jesus does not become the Father. He says, I return to the Father, Okay. He is the Son and will send the Holy Spirit. That is three in one, Godhead, Elohim. The Trinity is not an easy thing to understand, but it is very real, and it is in Scripture. People say you can find nowhere in the Bible where it says Trinity. That's fine. I don't find pizza in the Bible, but I believe in it as well. Um, And it's right here in John 16. You see a clear definition of the numeric of the Godhead and the names of the Godhead and the roles of the Godhead. So that's where it's at. But what I really want to talk about was the role of this advocate. Yeah, that's good. He says here, um, let me get, I got hyped up now. I'm like, yeah, I lost verse seven, maybe? Uh, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. In fact, besides, I go away, the, uh, don't, the advocate comes, and then I'll send him to you, and when he comes, he will this, his role. He will convict the world of, of its yeah. sin, singular, and of God's righteousness, and of the coming judgment. And then he defines those, okay? The world's sin is I refuses to believe in me. This has a lot of people on edge. Believe it or not, the Holy Spirit is not walking around with you or inside of you, nagging you like a contentious being, mm-hmm. okay? He is not. He's actually saying, hey, listen, that's going to hurt you. Yeah. That Listen, if you're partaking in that, then you are not believing in Jesus for better for this, all right. So he's not he is not there uh, 
And then righteousness this is so important. Righteousness is available because I go to the Father. He is He is honestly the world's greatest encourager. If you look at it from the perspective, from a holy perspective, the 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 Holy Spirit yeah. is the greatest encourager. And then yeah. the judgment. Now the judgment you've got to look at from a very English perspective. It says judgment will come because the ruler of this world has already been judged. Now judgment will come because the ruler of this world has been judged. So there's a future judgment, but the accuser now has been judged. So that judgment isn't the judgment of the accuser. It's your judgment. All right. And once again, you might be afraid because in our natural, the word judgment is like, oh, no, you know, oh, no, no. If you look at it, when we go and we look at what the judgment is of those of us who who go before the judgment seat of Christ, which we can unpack that more, but it's a mercy seat he sits on, that that judgment is a good judgment where you're actually being rewarded for the things you did while here on earth. All right. The Holy Spirit is saying, listen, I'm trying to get you prepared for that moment when you walk into eternity and you got to answer. I'm not just letting you do whatever you want down here. All right. Like I'm trying to make sure that that you're healthy and well and you're not you know, you receive everything that God wants you to receive in that judgment that you're going to experience. So that's good. Yeah, and talking about the, the the trihead of God is like he is the word, is looking at verse 12 in the message translation, which brings a little bit different perspective. It says, I still have many things to tell you, but you can't handle them now. But when the friend comes, the spirit of truth, he will take you by the hand and guide you into all truth there is. And I think this is so important. The Bible talks about mixing the word with faith and letting God do a work is that before I pray and before or before I get into the word, oftentimes I'll pray and ask God, God, reveal this to me. As we talk about the word of God being a rhema word, that it's alive, sharper than two-edged sword, is that it will actually speak directly to you. These are not just, you know, letters on a page. This is not you know just some book that you're reading for historical accounts is this is a living bible that's going to really speak directly to you so try that today if you've never done it do it tomorrow pray and ask god speak to me minister to me holy spirit have your way in this and it says that the friend will come he will take you by the hand and guide you into the truth and sometimes the truth's not always fun but it's what you need come on. is that there's things in there you know we're looking at the new year a lot of people are looking to make changes and i don't like dealing with new year resolutions because resolutions don't stick like 90 percent of them are gone by february but you look at goals you look at objectives you look at things that are measurable that you can actually go back and quantify is maybe there's some things that God's speaking to you right now that you're like, this is something that I want to change. This is something that I want to let go of and to be able to move into more of what God has for me instead of just continuing to hold on to the same way of doing things is that you don't have to just continue in those same old patterns. Come on, that is good. That is he's he's one hundred percent right. You know your behavior will dictate your future yeah. on that level. Some of you guys were like, "No, God gave me a destiny." That's true. That is true, and I don't want to unpack you know predestination versus free will and all that jazz yeah. because that's a quick way for me to fall asleep. But the truth is this too: is notice how the in here Jesus is like, "Look, look, look, look." He's like, "Pregnant women." There's a bit of a, a struggle, yeah. and then boom, baby comes. All the joy, you forget about right? it. Yeah. I love that he's talking to predominantly a group of men and alluding yeah. his, his pictorial reference is the pregnant woman. Well, I can tell you I've had four babies with my wife, and 
I've been by her side holding her hand for every single one of them. It's actually really impacting because I'm like, he's right. Because in there's moments, it's like that roller coaster of, you know, my wife is strong and a powerful woman, but she is in it and I'm in it with her. And I'm like, oh, well, it's a trust factor, you see. And I love that this advocate, this one who's going to guide us, this one who he's saying, listen, what what this Holy Spirit's going to say, this advocate's going to say, this comforter's going to say, it's going to come from me. All right. Now that word holy is used to define the Holy Spirit yeah. because it is actually perfect. It is it is infallible. There is no sin found within the, the within the Godhead, okay? And when there is no sin, there is no selfishness. So the Holy Spirit is doing nothing out of a vindictive nature to you to try and show you and rub your nose in something or be. He is literally to say that God is holy is to say he is 100 percent trustworthy. No one in all of existence can say that about themselves. As much as you might love somebody, you are not 100 percent holy, therefore completely utterly and totally trustworthy. And that's what he is saying. He's like, listen, this is, you have to understand this if you're going to do this walk because I'm not going to be with you anymore. You have to understand the one that I send you, he is trustworthy. And that's the biggest fear for our faith. It's like, you know, it's like, can I trust you in this God? And it really comes down to, you know, what we value, but it really, it, the important thing is we, are we trusting God? Yeah. I'm thinking of a worship song that talks about, you can have my heart mm-hmm. and I trust you there is that it can feel scary. Like I think about when I wasn't walking with the Lord, I grew up in a Christian household. I knew about God, but I did not trust him. And I had these wrong perceptions. You know, we joke about maybe, you know, Zeus up there with the lightning bolt, wanted right. to throw, throw it at you for acting the fool and like, you know, pop you on the head when you act like a knucklehead. But really, he is trustworthy. And ultimately, you can put your life in his hands. If you're looking at the new year, if you're looking at making some changes, if you're looking at, I want to really get this right. I I saw this quote this week, and it really, really ministered to me. It says, if you want something you've never had, you have to do something you've never done. And so maybe that's what you're looking at right now is that you're like, hey, I'm going to go to that morning prayer. I'm going to be a part of the 24 hours of prayer that's going on at East Coast today and go be a part of that. I'm going to do this 21 days of seeking. I'm going to I'm going to honor God in my family and my marriage and my parenting and my work. Whatever I do, I'm going to I'm going to let go of that old habit so that way I can embrace something better that God has for me right now and not keep doing things the same way. And in that process, I know that I can trust him, that he is trustworthy, that he's not going to, you know, abuse me, but that the life with him is going to be so much better than anything I would ever do on my own. And I don't have to be anxious or scared. Come on. That is so good when we all have to walk through it. And that's why, you know, looking at somebody's spirituality is not really a, a great thing to do, but instead look at what God's breathed on you to do in that day yeah. and step out in that obedience, man. That is really where the you're going to find the blessing. I'll tell you what, we're going to take a small break. And when we get back, we're going to close out with a final thought. You are listening to the morning breath podcast from East coast Christian center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. 
We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321 453 Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. All right, jumping back into this, we're looking at like verse 31 of John 16. Do you finally believe? Wow, like that is literally one full scripture. Jesus asked, do you finally believe? Wow. He's seen them raise the dead, or sh they have seen him raise the dead, all right, break 
you know, feed thousands multiple times, cure leprosy, blindness, lameness, all this and death. I mean, he and he's like, do you finally believe he calmed the winds and the waves and the sea? And he's saying in this moment, do you finally believe and the truth is we can see a million things and you can wish for a million miracles and you can hope that you're a part of some of these like big kind of like old school tent revival things, but they're not going to help you believe. Yeah. All right. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You've got to take January and press in to what God is saying and doing. It is not about the great external miracle. It's about the faithful internal steps that you take by drawing close to him. And I want to encourage you with that today because anywhere where you're struggling, like he said, it's just an area where you're lacking in belief. And guess what? That doesn't make you a bad person. That makes you human. Yeah. So I tell you what, Pastor Christian, you got anything in the final moments? I just want to encourage you guys that you go to press into God and just do it in your own way. If you miss a day, make sure that you are going to be able to just Get back on track. Be a part of Morning Breath with us. Be a part of the morning devotions, the 21 days of seeking. I know that the word of God and his spirit will change everything. God bless you. God bless. Can't wait to talk to you next time. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.